Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, I'm Courtney Ryan, and today I'm going to be talking all about emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence is something that I bring up a lot on my channel. It's been talked about a lot in my past videos because it's just a very desirable characteristic for a person to have. So today I'm going to be walking you guys through what emotional intelligence is and how you can improve on this area of your life. And just keep in mind, if you're watching this video and thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I do not do any of these things, I really need to work on this, please don't feel bad. This is something that is very rare, honestly. It's something that we all have to actively work on, including myself. I was not born with the best emotional intelligence ever. It's something that I've actively had to work on, to be mindful of, and to really think about in every situation that I'm in in my life. And you guys should be doing the same thing too. So it's a work in progress, just as anything else that includes bettering yourself, but this is a really important one. So there are a ton of resources online all about emotional intelligence, but today for this video specifically, I'm gonna be focusing on Daniel Goleman's work. Daniel Goleman is an American psychologist who kind of helped popularize the idea of emotional intelligence, and according to him, it has five key elements. So emotional intelligence specifically is the idea that an ability to understand and manage our emotions greatly increases our chances of success. And after doing a ton of research on it, this is something that I have been heavily interested in the past couple months and I've just spent a lot of time looking at it. This is something that definitely increases our chances of success. I can see it 100% as someone looking from the outside in. If you increase these areas of your life, if you work on these things, if you are actively trying to better yourself in these five areas or these five elements of emotional intelligence specifically, there is no possible way that you cannot be happier and succeed in life more than you already are. So I believe this to be true. You guys can take it however you want, but I think these are five elements that you guys should all really pay attention to in your lives. Number one is something that I talk about all the time, which is self-awareness. So self-awareness is the ability to recognize your emotions, recognize your strengths and your weaknesses, and just your character in general and how you affect the people around you. You know how you're feeling, you know why you're feeling that way, and you know how it affects not only you, but the people that surround you. And I think this is a great first step in self-improvement is trying to increase your level of self-awareness. So once you realize these things about yourself, it just makes it a lot easier for you to succeed because you're able to see your strengths, your weaknesses, your character flaws, places where you're doing really well, and it makes it a lot easier for you to pinpoint exactly what you need to work on and what you need to focus on in order to get to where you need to go and what maybe isn't letting you get there as of now. And just to kind of put things into perspective for you for how this can affect your life, I was reading this study done by Harvard Research Review, and it said that when we see ourselves clearly, we are more confident and more creative. We make sounder decisions, build stronger relationships, and communicate more effectively. We're less likely to lie, cheat, and steal. We are better workers who get more promotions, and we're more effective leaders with more satisfied employees and more profitable companies. So you can see how these five things are going to improve 
legitimately every area of your life if you apply them, but I think more specifically there, it was focusing on self-awareness and how it can infiltrate its way into every other aspect of your life and just really make it better. So the second key element to emotional intelligence is self-regulation. So self-regulation involves controlling one's behavior, emotions, and thoughts in the pursuit of your long-term goals. Specifically, emotional regulation refers to the ability to manage disruptive emotions and impulses. So if you've ever seen a podcast or a YouTube show where they have guests on the show and maybe it's a heated discussion, maybe people are yelling at each other, this is an area where I think a lot of people lack self-regulation because they're constantly just spewing out things, not being thoughtful about what they're saying, getting very defensive, and really just making themselves look like a fool. Self-regulation is something that will greatly help you in your social areas of your life, if you're having an important conversation with someone, if you're a leader, really just anyone, but specifically if you find yourself in those situations, self-regulation is going to be something that you really should be working on. People who are able to self-regulate are able to think about what they say and really put thought into their words before they say them. You maybe find yourself taking a moment to pause and really think about what someone said to you before responding to avoid acting irrational or out of character or really just losing your cool. The ability to self-regulate means that you can manage your emotions even when those emotions are very difficult or very intense. And I've said it so many times on here, guys, we can't control what happens to us or what someone says to us, but we can control how we decide to react and respond to it. Someone who is able to self-regulate will be able to do a much better job at doing that than someone who cannot. Part of being able to self-regulate is also being able to be open to hearing from other people. It's being able to take responsibility when you do something wrong instead of lashing out on someone or pointing fingers or playing the victim. Someone who's able to self-regulate can keep it cool, calm, and collected, which ultimately is what we should all be doing to remain classy and to be able to walk away from a conversation knowing that our best self shined through. Number three, we have empathy. So empathy is when you're able to put yourself in someone's situation, to see things through their eyes. You're able to identify and understand others' emotions, which is imagining yourself in someone else's position, understanding why they feel some way, understanding why they're acting some way, which ultimately will help you in responding to them. As humans, we all go through different situations in our lives. We all have different experiences that ultimately control the way that we view things and the way that we think things. Or this person might have been raised differently than this person, so they might have a different opinion than you. Everyone's views and the way they feel about something is often based on their prior conditioning. So I think it's important to not necessarily agree with what people say or think that they're right, but to be able to understand why they feel that way and to listen to what they have to say ultimately. Being empathetic shows that you care and you genuinely are curious and want to listen to people and aren't just a my way or the highway type of person, which I've mentioned before, is just miserable to be around. If you're someone watching this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I am so bad at empathy, I may be the worst of all time, I think at some point we've all been there and it's something that really does take a lot of work, especially now with social media and everyone's opinions being displayed all the time online. It's okay to disagree with someone without trying to cancel them or ruin their life or come after them like your life depends on it. I think it's important to practice listening, practice being open to hearing other ideas instead of being so quick to judge and put a label on someone. Try to just see things through their eyes and understand why they feel that way. Like I said, you definitely don't have to agree or pretend to agree. That's probably the worst thing you could do, but just be empathetic and open to hearing what other people have to say. Next, we have motivation. So this includes 
includes enjoying what you do, working towards an ultimate end goal, and just having the will and the drive to get something done. If I'm being totally honest, I think motivation is one of those things that we don't necessarily have 24-7. Some days I wake up, it's a gloomy day, it's a rainy day, I'm tired, I just wanna lay in bed, I don't really wanna work out or work for that matter, and I just wanna lay down. Ultimately, motivation is not what gets me up. Motivation, I think, is a very short-term thing. You can watch a video of someone saying something really inspirational and feel motivated for 10 minutes, but ultimately, that motivation is not going to be there forever, and I think the more important thing here is to develop good habits and good discipline that will help you carry out the things that you're motivated about. Motivation and discipline and developing good habits helps increase our self-confidence. It helps us trust ourselves that we can get things done and be more productive, which ultimately all those things help us achieve our goals because it helps us believe in ourselves, to see our potential, and to get done what we need to get done in order to reach where we want to go. This is something that personally I have struggled with in the past. I think when I quit my nine to five office job and I started doing YouTube full-time, I was so used to being in a routine and a structured schedule and having someone tell me what to do all the time that when I moved over to being my own boss and creating my own schedule and being able to do things whenever I wanted, I didn't have that structure for myself or good habits that I had set in place or discipline to get things done, which is understandable during a transition period, but I really had to work on structuring my day and not sleeping all day setting my alarm and waking up at a certain time and doing a to-do list. And something that I would suggest for all of you to do if you're someone that is currently struggling with this is to start making at least one promise to yourself a day. So this could be in the form of a to-do list. You could even do more than one, but I would recommend just starting with one thing that you promise yourself that you're going to get done by the time that you go to bed that night. This just helps you be able to set a goal for yourself do everything in your power to achieve that one thing, just that one thing. If you have 24 hours in a day and you set a realistic goal for yourself, I promise you can get that one thing done. And once you do that, you start to trust yourself more because you start to keep the promises that you make to yourself, which then allows you to be more productive in the future, get more things done, and check off those things on your to-do list. So after this, then I would recommend doing a to-do list. Every day when I wake up in the morning or at the beginning of the week, I make a to-do list of everything that I need to get done either that day or the entire week and I make sure and make a promise to myself that I get every single thing done that I wrote down and I think writing it down just honestly helps keep me a little bit more accountable. Motivation, discipline, setting good habits, all those things that go into that motivation aspect are so good for you but not only you, they're also good for the people around you because they make you more reliable, they make you more dependable and they just make you a better person to be around because ultimately when you're more productive, when you feel good about yourself, when you feel more confident, you're gonna be more enjoyable to be around. And last on my list, we have social skills. So this is something that I feel like a lot of people are lacking these days just because of the rise of social media. We're always on our phones, we're texting instead of calling on the phone or just being in person with people, especially now because of this last year and everything that happened. I totally understand why your social skills might be a little bit lacking. I've seen some hilarious videos on the internet of people that have gone out in public 
work and been like, I have totally forgotten how to speak to people. So now is the time for all of you to brush up on your social skills. I promise you need to do it. It makes a huge difference. Social skills, I guess, could be defined in a lot of different ways, but just for the sake of this video, I'm gonna say it's mostly just being able to effectively communicate what you want and what you need. I think it's important to remember that people are not mind readers. So if you're in a relationship with someone and you want something from that person, but you don't express that you want it, well, how the heck is that other person supposed to know? They can't read your mind. They can't see inside your brain. They don't know what you need unless you can effectively communicate that. So that's why it's so dangerous when people are unable to effectively do this. These are the people that say, I'm fine when they're not fine, or I don't know when they actually know, or just not being able to, like I said, communicate what they want or need from people. This can affect your romantic relationships, your friendships, your relationships at work. I mean, every aspect of your life is fueled by communication. So if you can't do that, you're not going to reach your goals or succeed in the way that you want to. If you're someone who feels like you cannot express what you want and need from the people in your life, I want you guys to actively work on this. There's nothing wrong with expressing that you want and need things from people. As humans, we just naturally do. And if someone can't give you something that you need or want, that's a discussion that needs to be had. And I'm not talking about getting ridiculous here. You might want a unicorn, but you can't have one because they don't exist. Be realistic. I'm not saying that someone should be able to meet every single one of your goals, but they should at least know what you need and expect from them. All right, guys, that is all I have for today for the five elements of emotional intelligence. I hope you all liked this video and found it helpful. If you did, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel to be in the loop for when I release new content. Ultimately, emotional intelligence is great because it's something that we can all actively work on and get better at. So it's not like your IQ where you're pretty much born with it and that's the end for you. Um, I think emotional intelligence is something that's a lot easier to improve and it's something like I said in the beginning that we all have to actively work on all the time including me. Let me know in the comments down below if this is something that you struggle with, if this is an area of your life you think you really excel, any tips and tricks you have for some other guys out there would be awesome to hear down below. Also if you haven't already be sure to follow me on Instagram at Courtney Christine Ryan. I love connecting with all of you guys on there as well. Thank you all all so much for watching and I will see you all next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.